Welcome to the Waffle Podcast. My name is Fahim Zaman, and I'll be the main host for this show. Today, for our first episode, we'll be talking about what interests us and how much money we want to make in the future. Um, I was thinking about um, doing some engineering, but that would be as a um, side passion job. But I'd focus my career more on the business side. Yeah, but why would you want it to be like a side passion? Like, you're going into uni, right? You want... You want to have like you know what you're learning as your job. That's what usually people like do, right? Why would you want it to be like a side passion type? That is what people usually do. Um, but I'm also interested in um, the business side of things. I, I like gaining knowledge and um, getting an understanding in a field which I could. So basically, I was thinking about mechatronics. Um, it's an engineering where you could um, develop um, basically robots and mechanical aspects of things and have the uh, have the electrical knowledge and the software knowledge to combine all that to create something. That and, is very interesting. Yeah, and I would and I would like to get that knowledge to do stuff for passion while earning, um, or getting my all my most of my money from the business aspect. So you feel like business is the way to go in terms of money, and that kind of stuff is like more of like a side type of thing. I, I do feel like that you should everyone should have multiple sources of income. Um, and yeah, that's how I would like to go about it. So I'll, I'll get into a field where I could get a stable income at the start until my business kicks off. Yeah. And after that, I'll convert that into a passion. Yeah, that sounds all right. Well, what about you, AK? I heard like you want to get into like aviation and like aerodynamics. You're very interested in that. At the time, yeah, I was um, very passionate about aerospace and aeronautical engineering. We're living in Australia, um, which doesn't have too much expenditure in not only aviation, but um, as well as mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. And that does affect the job growth. It is kind of like a dying industry, right? In a sense, yes, that is true. Yeah. But you would, like, always need someone to make your planes and, you know, stuff like that. But I think you're, like... Kind of like deviating from it because like it's not really in Australia. Yeah, is that, right? that is true. Most of the jobs do occur overseas, and I was focusing on my attention to electrical electrical engineering, which has many parts, such as renewable energy transformations, and has a lot of other technical parts within branch of uh, electrical engineering. Okay. Okay. Um, what unis uh, are you looking at? Um, in Australia or would you like to go abroad? I'm looking at uh, RMIT which has the best facilities for engineering in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Jacob? You're also interested in aviation. Um, what do you think yes, about? I am, but I'm not interested in the engineering side of the aviation. I'm more of just looking to add like air traffic controlling and and working on the ground operations that would be very good for me but it is a very hard industry to get to as like there's not many people in that job like especially with air traffic controlling you're only going to have like five ten people in the tower at a time is it like a hard job to get into um um it is very actually because it doesn't require like a lot of employees or i mean i'm not like uh, experience. Do you mean experience? 
I mean, a lot of people that work in there. Like, it doesn't require, like, a large oh, amount. Okay. Right, yeah. So, like, in the tower, it doesn't require, like, a large amount of people? No, not so really, no. Okay. Yeah. We could still work on um, maintenance and stuff like that on planes because there are thousands of planes all over Australia um, sitting in several um, airports and everything. You could get into that. Yeah, I don't mind that, but yeah, it's not really my sort of interest in that sort of area, yeah. What is it about air traffic control that's like super interesting or, you know? Um, for me, it's more of just like controlling the planes, to, like navigating them around the airspace, that sort of stuff that makes me interested in doing that sort of career. Alright, uh, who is interested in like sports? Sports, anyone want to get into like the sports field? Kel, uh, you do tennis? Um, yeah, well, what I want to do when I grow up is something related to health or medicine. So I guess, um, what's it called? Sports can be related to like physiotherapists. But mainly I want to be a doctor. And I'm interested in that, what's called industry, because that, that industry is never going to die. People will always need to have doctors, nurses, dentists. But is it because of your parents or is it because of your actual interest? Because most of the time, you know, people want to be doctors because their parents are forcing them to. Or it's like, you know, like the Asian type of thing, you know, everyone wants to do that. Um, yeah, well, studying or becoming, trying to become a doctor is overwhelming. Eight years of study, I believe. It does have its perks, like um, the wage is pretty good, yeah. and the job is it is quite engaging to some. But I, yeah, my parents um, they had a little influence in my decisions of picking medicine over stuff like engineering, or maybe law or business. But yeah, my choice has to become. Are you gonna, related to me. Are you gonna um, study for seven years, be a GP, or specialize after that? Um, probably that. Specialize. Specialize in something, yeah. So you're willing to stay in uni for around 10 or plus years? Some people see that as like a waste of time. Like, well, and sometimes do I do as well. So. That's 10 years of your life. No, but um, <laughs> after, after six years, you, you're actually in a clinic and practicing. So it's not just complete studying for 12 years or something. Sometimes the question though is if you can achieve it or is it, if, is it worth it after? You don't know the future. You don't know if you're going to enjoy it after becoming a doctor. So exactly. I, like the amount of like, studying you have to do for that. that it's, it's a lot. Like, you, know? you have to like memorize your books, biological books, bio, uh, human body and stuff like that. So... Are you sure you're interested in ta that type of thing? Um, yeah, I guess so. But it, it's a hard decision, but yeah, I believe I'm going to stay in the health industry, study for medicine. But I have to, it will require hard work a lot. So um, Abbas has a great like uh, interest in F1 cars and F1 type of things. Which is a motorsport. I don't know why you didn't reply to me when I said, is anyone interested in sport career? So, uh, what do you have to say about um, Motorsport is... I enjoy motorsport because you get the thrill of going around uh, in a car really fast. And then F1 has a really high downforce corners, which allows you to go around a corner fast 
more than normal cars. So that's why I'm interested in F1. But the reason I usually can't do F1 is because the, the, how to get into F1 uh, requires a lot of money. So in karting, you'd spend around almost a million in just karting. Yeah, but like we were discussing yesterday, right? You could be like a, it's called a race course engineer, something like that. You'd still be involved in the F1 team, right? And you get to like, you know, it's your passion. You like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess staying close to the sport would like help you. But you don't get the same feeling as driving the, F, the car. But as you said, it requires like a whole lot of money to drive, you know. So, what what do you think you're gonna do? Probably something around motorsport, so I can like stay close to it. Um, do you like engineering? You could go into designing those cars. I'm not really sure in engineering. Work on the aerodynamics of those cars. Uh, see how you can improve those cars, make them faster, you know, stuff like that. That does seem very fun. This is that driving is a, it's a different feeling. You could be a test driver. That that also requires karting. Yeah, it's a whole lot of money involved in that industry. <laughs> so what about, uh, to be rich first. <laughs> <laughs> Only being rich was that easy. I'm interested in IT. I like getting involved with PCs like and peripherals and stuff like that. I'm about the gaming industry. The gaming industry. Yeah. So the gaming industry at the top, it's probably Minecraft right now, but yeah. other games like Valorant and and Fortnite. Well Fortnite has degrees, but Valorant's going up in like players and and they're recently starting a tournament in Iceland. Is it is it hard to get into the esport industry? What do you guys think? Is it hard yeah. to get into the yes. esports industry? Definitely. 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 It takes like you have to spend like nearly your entire day just playing games in front of the screen trying to get good at it. Yeah, uh, I think that's if you're passionate about it, um, you can do that, and it's more approachable and reasonable than most other fields. <laughs> think about your eyes; <laughs> it's gonna be fried. Literally, the <laughs> and the end, like the amount of money you can get from like. No, I, I believe if, if, if from a young age you've been exposed to that, like your eyes could have developed to um, um, to to live with that. And if you have blue light filters, and that could reduce the amount of impact. Yeah, that's a solution. But still, like, are you willing to expend like hours upon yeah, hours? Like your yeah, totally. You lose your phone every day, and you've got a lot of um, What if you get demotivated? Like, say you spend like. Uh, what like 50 hours in one game and you're practicing you're practicing and you go to a tournament and there's a person who spends the same amount of time but he's 10 times better than you same thing with the GP you, you, don't, you didn't spend 50 hours you spent 6 years studying something and now you just get demotivated oh I don't want to do this it's boring same thing but you just have to plan what you're doing and, um, and have a goal and yeah. so um um, what, what do you want to do in the future? Uh, I actually don't have any clue. I want to be Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with I want to make stuff, you know, engineer, you know, like build stuff, like with coding, um, building, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like that movie has had, like, a really big impact on me. 
the first Iron Man movie. It was just an amazing movie. I just loved seeing him in his garage, you know, just tinkering with things and just making stuff. Uh, I probably want to do something like that. There's a whole lot of YouTubers actually nowadays. Um, like Mark Mark Rober, he was like a NASA. He was like a NASA. What's it called? Engineer. And he worked on the science, the Mars, Mars yeah, rover? Yeah, he worked on the Mars rover. Now he spends all of his time on, like, YouTube. And he makes, like, really cool stuff. So, yeah, something like that. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, what position do you want to get in life that where you can call that you're financially stable? A place, an earning or something like that where you can say, I've made it. Like a point in your a life? A point in your life, or an earning amount that you, where you can say that I'm fine with this or I can live off this. Oh, so how much? For me, if I just get a full-time job in air traffic controlling, that would be enough for me. It is a very, it's one of the highest paying jobs in Australia. And it's, it's yeah, like you don't really acquire any sort of degree or anything. You just apply with them and they will give you their training course and all that. So if I get a full-time job in that, I would be very happy and I would live off that. What about like the amount? Like how much money do you think is enough for you to no, live out your whole I reckon life? Jacob um, isn't too focused about the money. He just likes the job. So you'd be fine with however much they pay and you can live off properly in a, in a house. Um, yeah, if I get at least like probably like, you know, 80, 90 grand per year, that's fine with me. All right, 80, 90 grand. I'd say um, I'm, I'm a bit greedy. <laughs> I'd say probably like 10 to 15 mil per year. I have no clue. I'll figure it out somehow. But I feel like that's like a comfortable space, you know. It's a bit more than comfortable, yeah. Realistically speaking, I'd like to um, earn like 100k probably. Mm -hmm. I'd like to earn 100k and get a job. So you think my thing's not realistic? I will prove you wrong. Don't worry. You have to be in the sports industry to get like 10 to 15 mil. Uh, I would like to be in a field of engineering maybe because like that, that's like achievable with ATAR and with my subjects that I have. But like other subjects like maybe being a doctor, I probably wouldn't be something like that. Because like weren't you need... Uh, weren't you considering forensic science? Uh, yes, but it doesn't give you that much money. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an interesting field. And if you progress um, further in the ranks, they do pay you good. And you, you, can, can, you can get 120 plus through forensics. You can use business um, to like make your money, but... Many years just to achieve that. And if you want to start out a family, you need to make it. What about you, Mr. Um, if you have a house over your head and food, that's pretty much it. You don't need anything more than that in life. True. Nothing is not funny. If you're happy, you have food, you have a house, that's it. You don't need like 10 mil, 15 mil. And some people are rich and they're sad, and some people are poor and they're happy. Sorry yeah. about that. What about you, Miss? How much do you think is enough? Um, enough money to get by a year easily without worry of income? No, not, not by a year, but like your whole life. To not have to worry about a financial income. No. So, like a, a state of. Like if, if like if say I can make say I can make fifty grand a year, and say it's enough, and I have enough free time, I'm happy with that. Fifty grand, damn. You guys need to like you know up your numbers like. 
out of that 50 grand a lot will go to tax and um yeah. your rents and your house and all that stuff so you don't get to keep that 50 well, grand. I guess if this is just a one man like if he's just one guy instead of like a family like he'd have like more money to himself and maybe that's enough for him yeah. so yeah that's where side hustles would help like the free time you could use it to side hu- have side hustles yeah, drop shipping. Yeah. Drop shipping <laughs> is actually a really big thing that's like up now. Right? Yeah, I would say uh, drop shipping. You shouldn't do drop shipping anymore. Um, three years ago, four years ago, when I started it, and I proposed it um, for many of us to start, but no one joined in. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, when I started, um, when uh, when I started drop shipping, it was really um massive, and because um we could buy stuff from Chinese markets and sell them in local markets for uh. A reasonably reasonably priced mar- uh, good margin, and make a lot of profit. But now there's too much competition into that field, because everyone found out about it, yeah. and everyone's doing the same thing. So now you can make a really small profit. And Chinese sellers are in Australian markets as well, like um, AliExpress, Alibaba, Wish. All these stuff, these things came in, and it's it's really hard for a dropshipper now. Before you could make you know, easily six hundred bucks a month. Now you would have to work really hard to make um, 200 I'd say. I think it's mainly because of like YouTube, right? They're like sharing their ideas on YouTube and everyone's just looking at them and be like, oh damn, this is a pretty good side hustle, right? This, so everyone just tried it and now it's like overdone, overused. What about you, AK? What do you think? In my opinion, when you reach a, the stage where you're financially stable, it would be when you can support a family within uh, a shelter or within a house. So financially speaking, a minimum of 100,000 per year should be enough to be financially stable. Yep. What about you, Kev? Um, I'm bad with numbers and money, but I, I do have a rough idea. First step is um, being able to have enough money to look after myself, so happy. It doesn't have to be too much money. After that, once I have a family, make sure I can help them. There's a saying where you say um, money can't buy you happiness, and yeah, pe- poor people, um, rich people, some of them aren't happy. But if you were rich, if I was rich, I would use that money to help other people. So make sure other people that are unhappy can be happy. Help the poor. All right. Uh, last person. We have. I think Hussein. Did you say your name? Uh, yeah, Hussein. How much do you think is enough? I would say I was planning to. Re- um, the million mark uh, by before 25 um, as, as I've, I've, I've interested in um, business and a lot of my cousins and family we've gone into um, the construction and and many other businesses if you've heard of um, hello solar um, that company is is owned by one of my family members so I would say uh, a million by 25 would be great Thank you for tuning in to the Waffle Podcast. We'd like to apologize for any inconvenience with the audio. Trust me, next episode will be a lot better in terms of script, in terms of audio quality. We will get a better mic. The script will be better. Everyone will be less formal. Everyone will be talking. And it will be a much better experience for you listeners out there.